Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, welcome back, everybody. I, again, we'll get back to some more comments on who you think the next head coach of the Edmonton Oilers should be and other hockey uh, things that we were discussing, uh, including uh, Brad Marchand. Uh, yes, indeed. You can text us at 630-630. It is the sixth edition of Hockey Helps the Homeless in Edmonton with events right across the country. And to discuss this from Hockey Helps the Homeless, uh, Ryan Bailey joins us right now on Oilers Now. Hi, Ryan. How are you doing? Good. Very good. Thanks, Bob. Thank you for having me. Yeah. How did you get involved in this, uh, I guess, uh, you know, in this charitable uh, uh, organization over the last several years? Yeah, good question. I, I spent uh, about 10 years in advance of my tenure, the start of my tenure with Hockey Helps the Homeless in the charitable sector, more in hospital fundraising. We're headquartered out of Toronto, so I, I cut my teeth there at a few large organizations. But what this organization provided me and what I really loved is that it married two passions that I have, which is sport and giving back to the community. So when I had an opportunity to jump on board with an organization that that does those two things, it was an easy decision for me. Now the event takes place this weekend here in Edmonton. Where does that uh, where is that at? Yeah, so the event's in two parts. So we kick off the festivities Thursday evening at the Rec Room South Edmonton Common to give them a little plug. They've been great to work with and that is the big party in advance of the tournament where our teams are going to get the opportunity based on fundraising ranking to draft the pro that they'll play with the next day. And then Terwilliger Community Rec Centre is the venue for the tournament itself on Friday. And you guys have got literally, I mean, you name it. I did an event with uh, Jason Strudwick and Rob Brown for ATB last uh, Saturday night, but you got Glenn Anderson rolling into town, Ethan Morrow, uh, Chris Joseph, uh, the big man George LaRocque, Larry Melnick, who was a hard-nosed player back in the 80s, Sean Bell, great guy, Dennis Polonich. Wow, uh, Ray Bork is going to be wanting to duck him since Dennis broke his <laughs> jaw back in junior. Rafi Torres is in town, Mark Fistrick, who I think texted me on the show, uh, Craig Muni, Dave Babbage, walking. You got like, there's like 40 different guys you got roaring in for this thing. We've got about 40 guys and four gals, too. So female Olympians play with our women's teams. Uh, Rafi Torres is going to join us. So we've got guys from every era of the Oilers probably for the last 40 years or so. So it's a great mix of guys. Uh, I I see uh, Brian Maxwell. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's got his own category from his days in Lethbridge. Just if you're a news reporter, you never wanted to upset him. Bernie Nichols and Ian Herbers, who I've known Ian 30-plus uh, years now from uh, doing his games at the University of Alberta in the late 18... It wasn't the 1800s, it was late 1980s. <laughs> uh, so it's a great... What's the? Uh, what, who are the two charities that... I, I know Robin Brownlee, uh, who used to do my show at another time in another place for a number of years, uh, sent me some information today, but uh, who are the, the two charities uh, that are uh, the, the primary benefit, benefactors of uh, Hockey Helps the Homeless? 
Yeah, so the, this is really why we all come together, our pros, our players, all of us, uh, rally behind two organizations. 100% of net proceeds stay local, and that's in every city we host an event in across the country. In Edmonton, the two are the Mustard Seed and Jasper Place Wellness Center. So 100% of what we raise will be invested back into the community, divided equally between these two organizations. Okay, you mentioned uh, the women's division, Brianne Jenner, Rebecca Johnson, who's a power forward for Team Canada, Brianna Decker, and uh, Blair Turnbull, who's a rising star of the Canadian women's program. Uh, by the way, Carrie Fraser's there, and the honorary sort of, uh, I guess, chairperson locally. We had him on last week. Uh, very popular former Evans Oilers head coach, Ron Lowe. So you got lots of people. Now, uh, I, I asked you this. Do you think you're related to Tyson Bailey, who spent the you last, know what? last three you years were, in you were, Yeah, you were speaking so complimentary of him before we jumped on that I'm going to have to say I am. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to, to look into that. I know you can look online and see if there's any lineage there, but... Uh, you know what? He, he sounds to be a much better hockey player than I, but we may be. Who knows? Yeah, he played with Leon Dreisettle in 2015 Memorial Cup. Uh, he's played for Serge Lajoie and uh, Ian Herbers over at the U of A the last three years. And okay. 40 goal scorer at the Western Hockey League, close to 100-point guy in Kelowna, which was uh, been a, uh, Jason Smith, by the way, I think is at the event this weekend as well. Jason yes. coaching that team. That was a primarily defensive-minded team. So great stuff, great initiative. Ryan, how do people find out more uh, about Hockey Helps the Homeless? Where's the website and that sort of stuff? So jump on HockeyHelpsTheHomeless.com. You can find the Edmonton event there. Come out and join us on game day. The event on Thursday evening is a closed event to our players and pros, but Friday is open to the public. So come and check it out. Uh, make a donation on behalf of your favorite team or player or pro, and uh, we look forward to seeing you there. But HockeyHelpsTheHomeless.com is the place to find us. All right. Great stuff. Ryan, thank you for your time. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That's Ryan Bailey from Hockey Helps the Homeless. It is 139 in Edmonton. We still have got a lot of show left here, and we got to get to some of the, the texts that have come in our Heartland Ford text line. I will tell you, Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. I'm really going to freak you out right here, Brendan. I'm going to tell you that right now. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. To this day in Oilers history, back in 1990. What happened? Mark Messier pots two goals and two assists as the Oilers beat Trent Yanni and the Chicago Blackhawks 4-2 at Chicago Stadium. And that tied up the Campbell Conference conference final at uh, two games apiece, Bob. I've often referenced that game on the show. Brendan, I'll give you 5-1 to one odds, 20 bucks. Ready? Okay, you want to take this bet? Wanna, sure. See if you're up to it. That was a Sunday in 1990. Do you want to see if it's, go check to see if it's Sunday? You got it. All right. Uh, I was in Wells, British Columbia, watching that game, and Messier was awesome in game number four. Incredible. Two breakaway goals, actually, got uh, high-sticked by Doug Wilson on one of the two goals and then stared him down after Wilson clipped him 
with a stick infraction. I believe it was Michael Farber of Sports Illustrated who referred to it as two goal, two assist, 86 elbow performance, intimidating the Chicago Blackhawks and bringing the Edmonton Oilers back in the series. I mean, <laughs> the guy was the league MVP that year as the Edmonton Oilers won their fifth and final Stanley Cup, second last Stanley Cup championship. It says it's a Tuesday. Not a chance. It was a Sunday. All right. Well, all these years later, if I would, <laughs> I could have sworn it was a Sunday. Uh, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, but you can Google it yourself. Oh, now I'm thinking maybe, now where were we for game six? Because in game six, we're up in Hazleton by that point. Who knows? Oh, it was a kicker. Yes, thank you, Topher. See, Topher, you made the show today, brother. Yes, Mark Messian winning the 1984 Consmite Trophy. It was a kicker. Andy S. has texted the show. Let's go. Here we go. On our Heartland Ford text line. Um, Hey, Bob and Brendan. Really enjoy the high-octane offense in the playoffs. The Oilers definitely need more push and attack from our rear guards. A guy like Tory Krug would do nicely. Thank you from Andy S. Well, he's got terrific, uh, uh, terrific offensive instincts as a player. I don't think there's any question. I think Clefbaum's probably a better all-around player. Krug's got a little bit higher price point. Mark says out of Bonneville, Bob, I like how Ken Holland said it was time to stop living in the past and the glory days and look uh, forward to the future. Something your show has troubles with. Well, in fairness, the feature is called This Day in Oilers History. Do you want me to make stuff up and call it This Day in Oilers Future? <laughs> like, it's a, it's, a, it's a segment that we've run for eight years on the show. And the organization has had a very interesting history. And not all of it's been good. Not all of it's been good. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Bob, Mark Messier also ran over Glenn Anderson in that game, as I recall. Uh, this text comes in saying, Bob, not a Bruins fan at all, but Brad Marchand reminds me of Essa Tickenin, and every team needs a Tickenin. Brad Marchand's a better player than Essa Tickenin ever was. Let's establish that right now. Though in 1991 against the Calgary Flames in Game 7 and throughout the course of that playoff year, Tikkanen was unbelievable. And he capitalized. Cheap, 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 right? As he negotiated a very healthy contract extension and he got paid. Text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. Email us, OilersNow at 630Ched.com. Um... Bob, curveball for you. Where does Ricky Ray rank for you all-time Eskimo quarterbacks? Got to be top three, says Corey. Oh, yeah. Warren Moon would be number one. I think we could agree on that. I mean, the guy had a great NFL career as well. Um, I'd have Ricky Ray number two behind Warren Moon. Okay. And the third best quarterback in Eskimos history, how about Jackie Parker? Is that fair? I might defer. I won't defer that much to Brian Hall. I mean, obviously, Tom Wilkinson would merit consideration for his work in the 70s. 
Tom's one of the greatest guys in the world you could ever meet. Some people might say, what about uh, Damon Allen or Tracy Ham? Wait a sec, what about Mike Riley? You know what? I might go Moon 1, Ricky Ray 2, Mike Riley 3. Is that unfair to Jackie Parker? For you real old school guys out there? David Archer, Bob, how could you miss David Archer? What was John Sex uh, John Sexmas line when David uh, David Archer got tossed out of the game for a fight? So that's the first uh, lefties completed all game. I believe that was uh, kind of the end of John's uh, tenure as a public address announcer. Chris in Calgary says, Bob, this day in Oilers' future can make it a lot of fun. It can make it really interactive. Well, we might do that one day. Mark said, I said on the show, not the segment, smart guy. Okay, Mark. Thank you. Beer and pizza for Brendan, Bob. You had it. Dude, did I say April or May? This... Did what, what? Did you check it again? No, no. I, I thought you said May. I just May I mean, 1990. Did you look up May 1990? May 8th, 1990 is a Tuesday. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow! I could have sworn all these years I was watching it. Wow! I got. I had to lay off whatever I was doing back in. You know what? I was hanging around the wrong guys. There's some bad guys back. It had nothing to do with me. It's never my fault. Okay. Really? <laughs> uh, hey, Bob, I went to school for Marshawn's father and uncle. I will say this. Brad gets his act honestly from King's fan Dave. Well, I didn't know that. Okay. The Fizzler, who loves to keep us honest, says, Bob, why doesn't this day in Oilers history ever celebrate things like the Six Rings presser or the bold move statements. Seems like they were pretty relevant in Oilers history from Fizzler. Thank you, Fizzler. You can text us. Bob, April 8th, 1990 is a Sunday from Mitch and the Greater. Murray and Kimberly says, Bob, how can you discount Danny McManus as a top three Eskimo quarterback of all time? I don't think Danny Mack was a top three quarterback of all time for the Eskimos. I'll go again. Moon one, Ricky Ray two for sure. And it, for me, it's between Riley and Jackie Parker. And I have lived here my entire life, so I'm quite partial to the Eskimos when it comes to CFL discussion. In fact, at this stage of the game, uh, way too partial. Oilers Jay says, Bob, uh, any chance that Carolina breaks out the Whalers gear? I think they should be doing their own thing. Uh, Kelly says, Bob, I respect your opinion on Boston fans. My ex's son used to play in the NCAA there. The text goes on to say, where did it go? Just recalibrated on the fly. Um, oh, how embarrassing. Anyways, agreed that the fans were a little bit rough around the edges. Another text says, Bob, Boston, been there a few times. It's one of the most beautiful cities in North America. The architecture is stunning, mixing an old and new and creating a stunning ambience. The Freedom Trail has some of the most uh, incredible historic sites. You must only be talking about the sports scene. They got great teams 
in Boston, right? They got the Patriots. I know half of you, at least half of you, hate the Patriots. The Red Sox, right? They they could never win. Well, now they've been winning. Uh, the Bruins are back to a conference final. They won the Cup in 2011, got to the final in 2013. The Celtics are the Celtics. Like they've got. To, all I'm saying is, in terms of the curtness and politeness of people that you deal with, Boston and Philadelphia are two markets which are very direct and to the point and not always nice. You want a place that you want to go to where people are Chicago, big city, big league city, Midwest value. People in Chicago are real like, and I, you know, I've been to Boston, I don't know, finish year 11, let's say eight times over the years. There's a different attitude in Boston than there is in Chicago. Like, to me, Chicago's got a bigger heart. And I'm not, obviously, I don't go to the south side of Chicago, and I know what the guns-related deaths are, but we could do an entire show on that. Like, you know, which is why I've never understood why American bloggers or American writers take shots at Canada. You know, like, making fun of how antiquated Canadian music is. Oh, you should hear the music they're, they're playing in the pregame warm-up of the game. It's from the 80s. Man, like, get with the times. Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe you should update your gun laws. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at orders now. Email. Oh, I know. No politics. No politics. Um... Bob, with Peter Shirelli gone, does this make it more or less likely that Taylor Hall comes back to Edmonton next offseason? There's 31 teams in the NHL, but all 31 teams will be interested in Taylor Hall if he makes it to free agency. That's all I'll say on that. Bob, just saying, uh, Red Sox won, Pats won. Boston could sweep all key sports. Has that ever happened before for Brew Crew? No. I found the rest of that quote I want to get to from Kelly. Uh, Kelly said, Bob, I respect your opinion on Boston's fans. My ex's son used to uh, play NCAA uh, NCAA there. We spent a lot of time there, and I always found the people to be a little bit rough around the edges. But overall, great people, even though I can't stand the pads of the Bow Sox. Take care from Kelly. Do you know one of the... (laughs) just, Just think about this for a second. So we fly into the city. There's two separate buses. There's a buses for the players... And then there's a buses for the, a bus for the media. Um, sometimes the first impression you get when you go to a city are the autograph seekers. Now the Oilers have a guy named Connor, and sometimes a guy named Wayne from the Edmonton operation. And Wayne tends to defer to the players and doesn't sit on the players' bus. But if you want to see aggressive seekers, as they're called, and they're kind of seen like children of the corn when they come out at night, uh, some of the most aggressive seekers would be in Boston to the point that they're not afraid to tell you how they think, and they're aggressive. A lot of uh, red-haired guys there as well, for what it's worth. Tonight on Inside Sports, Dave Campbell is in the... Is this the last... Because we got the start of the conference finals, and I think we're carrying those on 6.30 starting tomorrow night. So what does Dave Campbell have on Inside Sports tonight? Oh, Brennan Escott. Brennan's not listening to the show because he's currently talking to somebody. That makes for great radio. Maybe I should have looked up. (laughs) Um, 
Bob, Adam Larson had a pretty good, uh, pretty rough year last year. Do you think the Edmonton Oilers should trade him? And my response to that would be, we'll see. Uh, Bob, how do you envision Ken Holland handling Yessa Poliarvi from Mitch and the Greater? We'll see. I haven't had a chance to talk to Ken Holland on either. I think in Adam Larson's case, his value would be at an all-time low, and some might say the same as with Paul Yarby. I wonder what factor the agent plays in Paul Yarby's perspective. Thank you, Topher. Stick to sports, Stoffer. Uh, hey, Bob, Canada's politics are perfect, aren't they? From Killen, Alberta. No, they're not. I think we all know they're not. Bob, Chicago now has a gun ban. I did not know that. Well, that's good they have a gun ban. More places in the States uh, need to... Uh, need to have uh, gun bans, as we see on a regular basis. All right. Uh, Dave Campbell coming up tonight on Inside Sports. Tomorrow, Hockey Night in Canada's Craig Simpson. We will have our playoff predictions with Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, uh, Brendan Escott, and myself, Brian Burke from Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Again, Dave Campbell, Inside Sports Night, 6 to 8. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.